Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. If you come back, we are going to have some inflatables on the front. Inflatables. <laughs> Just saying. Are the, is it the nativity scene? No, but is it I, an inflatable nativity, nativity scene? But, no. <laughs> but, but they do sell one, but it's a few hundred dollars, which is out of our price range. But I did want one Five to add to the, um, to all the, <laughs> to the array. <laughs> um, we were a strictly white light family. I mean, mm-hmm. we like all colors of lights, but um, we just liked the, the simplistic mm-hmm. the aesthetic, vibe. Yeah. Yes, aesthetic. Uh, and then the kids were very disappointed in our house. Like they just mm-hmm. really, it was like, they were so ashamed of our house that we oh, only wow. had some white lights on it. And so we got one inflatable and now we have about 12. Jesus Christ. We don't have that one. Literally. Yeah. We don't Jesus have Jesus Christ. Christ. We don't have him yet, but, um, we're working on it. Yet. So, uh, yeah, we're working on it. So when nice. I saw the inflatable nativity, I was like, that could be next level, but. I don't know. That's a that's a really that feels like it's commitment. Yeah, it feels like you know in Finding Nemo when they say don't go past the coral reef. Yeah, a Jesus inflatable feels like doing that. Mm. Yeah. Like that feels mm-hmm. like you've gone out into like the unknown. Like what's next? Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. It's fine. Like, um, I feel like a Jesus inflatable is the only natural next step. Yes, I would say you're probably a really good friend. I right? I try to be. I'm trying to be and. Same. Well, mm-hmm. I hope. I don't know. I can't yeah. speak for that. But people is my priority. Spending yeah. time with people. And there's Same. no measurable success for, like, how good you are at being uh, a friend. Yeah. And, like, how good you are at hanging out. Yeah. And you that's know? my <laughs> only hobby is hanging out. Exactly. And that's – I think we have – we've been living parallel lives yes. in many ways. Um, but that's exactly what was my problem. Like, yeah. the, my, Could you score me on Someone this? I didn't know very well was, like, what, what are – what do you do for fun? Like, what are your hobbies? And I was like, going out oh. to eat. <laughs> That's for me. Yeah. Going out to eat with my friends. Yeah. Honestly, hanging out with friends. That's it. Yeah. I, I, I moved around a lot. So I had a, I had to answer that question a lot. Like the yeah, icebreaker stuff. I didn't have a hobby. And <laughs> I was like, Excuse oh me. no, like I got to stop depending on like other people for like my interests. Yes. And so kind of lucking into the storytelling thing and pursuing it and um, getting to this place now has been really great. And like to have professional success and personal success is something I've never had before. Like Mm -hmm. I've never had them concurrently. It's kind of one or the other, right? Yeah. And so right now I feel like I'm in that place. So things look very different Mm. than they did. Uh, And having a, having a, a hobby is just really, yeah changed things and it's not like jewel painting <laughs> which if that was your it's thing if that's your hobby that's cool but like yeah. i can't do stuff like that i'm too like why can i talk i want to talk to people i only do activities to hang out with people like i was saying how when i went through my migraine struggle a few years like a couple years ago when i was really bad off um i had this analogy that i when i was trying to explain to someone is that i was going through this life shift which was where i needed to start doing things for me because i've always been the type even though i feel like i'm very selfish and Mm -hmm. do a lot of things for myself meaning very like go with the flow seemingly like oh you want to go hiking sure i'll go hiking Mm because i would move and this is where i examined my life and i was like oh i'd move and 
having friends was the most kind of stable, yeah. important thing I needed. So if a friend said, do you want to go for a hike? Which I don't think that actually ever really happened in my life. Um, <laughs> just, but, it's like thinking about what thinking people do. Um, but I would, I'm sure I did something, something physical where I would say, yes, I would go. I would be miserable. Yeah. But I would put on a happy face because I wanted to have the social interaction. I've done that so many times. Yes. And then, but then it's like, okay. We shift to we we do something until we figure out what we, you know, what I can, you know, we both be happy doing. And I kind of I feel like that was a undercover skill I did. Like, oh, instead of camping, you mentioned you like movies. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the movies. You know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, so I, what I realized though is that I could move. So like, let's say I'm I'm friends with a camping a hiking enthusiast. Well, I hike with her once or twice. We figure out what we want to do and then we move on. And then I move. What I realized is mm-hmm. living in one place for so long, I couldn't keep the pace up with my yeah. life of like, I am not a go, go, go person. Mm-mm. And I keep trying to go hiking and do everything when like, I need a lot of Netflix time. I want that. I can't. Yeah. I so I remember once in Korea, I was hanging out with a friend and we were in a neighborhood called Myeongdong, which is a, um, like shopping district. And there's like a Catholic church there. And my friend was Catholic and he was like, Oh, I just like want to go to church. And I was like, Yeah, I'll go. It's fine. Like, I know I don't want to go to church at yeah. all. Like, yeah. that's the last thing I want to do. But I was like, Yeah, whatever. I'll just like zone out for other like, Catholic <laughs> services are an hour long. I'm not <laughs> zone out. And that's what I did. I was just like, uh, And he like took communion and whatever. And, because like I was just so desperate to hang out. Like that's what I've done. I get, I totally yeah. get what you mean where yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll absolutely do this thing I have no interest in doing just because I want to yeah. hang out with you and we can be friends. Yeah. 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 And, and I want to please you. Yeah. And we can't sustain that forever. No. We have to find things that fill us up. Do you know how many times I got <laughs> in high school? I got tricked into going to Christian rock concerts so many times <laughs> for this exact reason. Like this one, my one friend just like always at her church. And I'd be like, ah, you got me. Got again. me again. Got me again. Ah. Oh. Yeah. And which like, if that's your boat, if that's your like thing, fine. But yeah. it like super isn't my thing. And I just got tricked so many times. You were trying. It, beg- it begs the question though. Do you really want to be on this podcast? Yes, do I do. Do you really want to be I here? Know. Yeah. I do. 100%. Do you want this friendship to really I do. happen? You know, mm-hmm. driving an hour really does mean that I want to be here. Thank I don't you. think I would have, I would have done that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Obviously. <laughs> Thank you. Are you? Jeremy. Well, if you're no. going to do it every Saturday for our side, yeah. side podcast. <laughs> Jeremy's been against this from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> He's a douche nozzle. <laughs> He's such a douche nozzle. <laughs> um, so I would say, you know, from your your journey, your mm-hmm. non-bachelor journey, having success personally, professionally, where do you feel like you go now to protect your mental health? Bachelor in Paradise. Thank you. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Actually, I did not watch this season of Bachelor in Paradise. I didn't either. Because it was just either. like, I think either it's getting worse or I'm just getting maybe better maybe as a person. I'm, am I better than Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> I haven't the been. The answer is no. <laughs> I'm not. Actually, I... um. How do I... Okay, so how do I protect my mental health? Okay, I, I'm not just, <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. I was going to tell you that. So I'm trying to think how to leverage this podcast because all Bachelor people have podcasts. Yeah. But I'm fortunately mm-hmm. or unfortunately married and i cannot go on bachelor yeah but that also implies that i would get chosen to be on bachelor yeah that's I, so I was just gonna say i'm in the past i'm single yeah. but i'm not their aesthetic 
That's not, You're not what, the target market. You know what? So the, this is what I want to say. One of the women, one of the women that performed with me at the Moth Grand Slam. Yes. She is from South Africa. Yes. And we were backstage. Me and like some of the other girls were backstage. Um, and one of the guys were talking about, um, uh, body image, just real like oh. cool, like pre-show banter, just like really yeah. lighthearted. Uh, and <laughs> body image, just lighthearted yeah, banter. Just, like, pre you know just like get the nerves out by like talking about how we feel about our bodies yes, um perfect. and she was like you know in my country you would be known as a thick madame and men would be lining up and i was like i now have the confidence to win this thank you very much oh yeah thank you you thick also have your madame. next your next trip lined up yeah it's oh, just south africa yes girl i'm going to durban south africa and i'm gonna find husband yeah Lined up. Lined she said. up. Desiree, thank you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when you got out on stage, you were like, any South A- South Africans in the house yeah, tonight? Yeah. Anyone? Here, here I'm very desirable over there. Thank you, Desiree. Uh, She's coming up next. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yes, you know, protecting, your protecting mental. my mental health, um, getting compliments like that. That's yes. number one. Um, Honestly, you know, I have, I went for a long time without going to therapy and that was like my choice and I didn't Mm -hmm. really want to. And now I'm going again. And I think that that is important that Mm -hmm. people realize that sometimes like, I think the, the, the knee jerk reaction is like, oh, you need to be in therapy. You need to be in Mm -hmm. therapy. You need to be in therapy. And it's like, do you know like what happens in therapy or like, do you know, like, that I've been going to therapy for a really long time. And sometimes it's like when you take Advil every day, it doesn't start, doesn't work mm. after a while, you know? Mm. And so I waited until recently to pursue getting a therapist. And that's for the most part been good. I like, I'm not really sure that I need to have a therapist for a year. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that like people need to be respectful of that choice Mm -hmm. and the pressure of like knowing people that like if people know you have a mental health um issue and they like kind of pressure you about that i know my Mm -hmm. family's like really bad about that Mm -hmm. and it like checking have you gone to therapy have you yeah or like you need to be you need a therapist like blah blah and like won't take it as like you know what? I don't like right now. I don't feel mm. like I want therapy. It's not a need thing. It's, a, it's like, I don't want that right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really feel like talk therapy is what I need in my life at this moment. And I finally got to a place where I decided. Mm-hmm. And like, that's important. And giving me autonomy on that and like respecting my autonomy because I made one irrational decision, but like, mm. you can't punish me for that for the rest of my life right it's huge and sometimes i feel like that 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 because i did that people don't trust me anymore which like i guess is like reasonable to an extent but like i also haven't done anything since well at the same time i mean i guess nobody saw that coming so yeah but it i think like respecting kind of i've like put down a lot of boundaries and really, you know, ask people to respect my yeah. autonomy in, in that. And I am doing things I'm supposed to do. I'm taking all my medicine. I'm like, cause part of it, like I stopped taking my medicine and like, um, cause Beforehand. I was having, yeah. Cause I was having a crisis of like, why do I need medicine to get out of bed? Yeah. And like, 
am I going to have to be on this the rest of my life? And mm-hmm. like, why can't I just be normal and like get out? Mm-hmm. Like, why can't I just exist without yeah. this stuff? And I can't. I mean, mm-hmm. like, that's legit. And but if you had a heart condition <clears throat> and you needed to have medicine for your heart condition. Exactly. You know, it's not fair, I feel like, with mental health that we make those. I mean, it's logical that we have those thoughts. Yeah. But it's I feel like it's. It's not fair, like, if you had a, you know. Yeah, and I don't think, I mean, like, I don't think there are a lot of diabetics out there who just, like, don't take their nah. insulin anymore, you know? Like, I don't feel it like just, it. It's, yeah. I'm going to try harder. And so gonna... I've gotten to the point where I have accepted that. Yeah. And, like, I take my medicine. I, like, am going to therapy now. Like, I'm pursuing things. Like, but it was in and, your own time, right? Yeah, and it was in my own time, and I think that's important, too. And I wish people would stop telling me to exercise, I'm, I am really overweight and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And like, it is something I struggle with a lot and like, not currently something I'm working on. So I'm just like, I mean, I'm going to be honest. That, like, no, that's, but that's great. Like, that's great. Um, <laughs> but I have a friend, uh, and she actually, I was at a meeting and she made a comment. She's a very, um, in tune person, like with mm-hmm. herself and all that stuff. And she said she gave herself permission to be fat. Because yeah. she had a lot of stuff going on in her life. Yeah. And that was the one thing that, like, can't deal with this right now. Yeah. And I think owning that, yes, we want to be healthy and all that, you know, mm-hmm. but if we can only make so many choices. Yeah. If you want to take that off the the beam right now, like. Yeah. And you know what? I imagine that I'll get to a place where I am going to start exercising regularly again and, like, eating yeah. better. But now's not the time. But, like, yeah. I do wish people would stop saying that that's the cure for everything because mm-hmm. it's not. Because I, I, I did lose at one point, like, a whole bunch of weight and it didn't solve the problems that I thought it would solve. So yeah. I think that's part of my lack of motivation with that. And, like, you know, getting to a place where I, like, care about myself enough to do this stuff is is mm important and i don't think i'm there yet so i think that i've gotten a lot better with being you know spending my time that i'm alone like in a positive way and Mm -hmm. like not going down a negative road which Mm -hmm. i think was a big problem so like that that's a big part of i guess protecting myself is like yeah and i think that's um we talked with one of our guests recently about healing core wounds Mm mm-hmm and so when you work on those things, the other stuff can fall into place versus trying to put the yeah. Band-Aid on. And like you said, then it's like, oh, this is still going yeah. on. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, do you want to share anything quick? I don't know what to say. I'm going to <laughs> destroy this studio. <laughs> I'm going to break shit. I'm going to break I everything. wrote it down. I was like, I have to say this. I have to say that. <laughs> I'm going to break oh. everything. <laughs> Um, break all your microphones. Uh, We don't have time. We don't have time. Come on, Jerry. I don't know. I have a note here uh, for true millennial, but I don't remember what I was going to say. She switched jobs. She. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember now. You said you're a true millennial. Yeah. So are you uh, getting it? You know, butting heads with the boomers. Um. Not really. Most of the people I work with are pretty young, but even the older ones are. This is a new thing. Pretty chill. I, I yeah. just learned about this like this this. Oh week, yeah, the whole OK thing Boomer now. thing. Oh yeah, yeah. No. I didn't even know about that. Um, most of the older people that I work with are uh, really open to new stuff. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I do not butt head. I don't generally butt heads with with people over generational things because I don't care enough. Yeah, I know here. that's kind well, of how I feel about things. Like, so you're sort of like a Gen Xer too. Yeah, well, yeah. She's, she's definitely a millennial. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I know. 
Uh, I am an elder millennial like you guys. Ooh. I remember a time before the yeah. internet. Ooh, I think yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm. We're zennials. We're cross between Gen yeah, X right. and millennials. I think yeah. I'm, I'm. Which is our own made up term. I mean, not us. Someone yeah, else made yeah. it up. And I don't know if I'm at the millennial mark. I'm, no. I'm a Xer. It's 78 to 83, they say, is the Zennials. Where yeah. you're, oh, you're really? Okay, yeah. 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 I'm 87, so that's like yes. true elder millennial. Yeah. I was born but, in 80. But elder. Oh. Yeah. Just yeah. 39 uh, today. <laughs> Almost 40. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, staring down the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> what are so your other good. notes, Jeremy? I honestly didn't take much. Didn't know what I to say. I enjoyed listening. Didn't know what to say. Thanks a lot, Jeremy. Well, there were a few things that I was like, I wanted to chime in and be like, huh? What's that? <laughs> Come again? Well, that's why. So, um, thank I mean, honestly, thank you for sharing all you shared. Because yeah. I, you and I, we love jiving, riffing. Yeah. And there was actually a moment where I was like, oh, are we going to be able to turn this? Because this is fun. I don't know. So, thank yeah. you for helping lead that. Because I... Yeah. yeah, I was like, where do we want this to go? If you want to go down a dark road, I will lead you. Please lead me. <laughs> Anytime. In our huggles. Um, the checking in thing, because I feel like, for me as your new friend, yeah, I want to talk about stuff. Like, yes, yeah. if you're willing, like, let's sit in the ashes and do it. Yeah. Um, so my thing is like, okay, I am a fixer by nature as well. So like you should look up active listening. Yeah. I I mean stop don't ignore. Um so, yes, yeah, so and I feel like I have certain skills of doing that like with my friend like yeah, going, yeah, yeah. I'm just like there like this sucks. Just a lot of cursing. Yeah, a lot. If of cursing. if cursing works for active listening, I'm very good at that. Mm-hmm. Um but it's that I feel like I suppress it and then afterwards I'm like, okay, now I'm in go mode. What can I do to make it better? And we didn't say it on the podcast, but what I wanted to kind of ask you about, though, was that I think as a friend to someone who's going through a hard time, that honestly only showing up in active listening is the only solution. And prayer, if if that's your thing, too. You could add prayer to the list, but uh, or good vibes or healing energies or something. But Or, or just none of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just like loving the human. I'd be cool. I'd be yeah. cool with just, with just showing up and, yeah. and active listening. Emily, thank you so much for coming today. I truly appreciate you coming and sharing, and I hope that you will come back. I will absolutely come back every Saturday forever. Please so see you next do. Saturday. We're going to do an offshoot uh, podcast. It'll either be special content or just a full-blown side podcast. Yeah, and it's so. going to be my mom talking about NCISLA. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> and if people want to find you and find your stories, where can they do that? Um, right now, you can check me out on Instagram at Emily Yarrison. Uh, I probably should make a website yes i'm i've owned the domain to mine but i have not yet made it yeah so haven't done that no uh, one steal her name.com does anyone want to buy a spare a squarespace site for me for christmas that sounds like <laughs> that sounds great Family, um yeah friends. i think uh so i hope to build a website soon um but i am quite lazy so you can find me on instagram that's perfect that's all you yeah. need and mm-hmm. um i think i might be able to post uh, your story on my YouTube channel for fleshing it out. Perfect. And uh, and the Facebook group too will drop a link to your stories as well. So okay, yeah, I can give you all the links to them. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank okay. you for your generosity. Um, it's my calling. I think really, <laughs> it's not. It's not something I can control. <laughs> <laughs>
you. And thank you for introducing me to a huggle. Oh, and, you're um, welcome. This was the most comfortable podcast in the whole so world. So comfortable. Oh, I don't even I don't even want to leave. No. I know. Now you have to take it off and go to a musical, but that's gonna be fun. Open <laughs> the gates and see. My trophy <laughs> that you didn't look. The moth That's needs so to cool. do this. The oh, moth, I'm jealous. Can you believe the moth doesn't do this? I'm so mad. I on uh, I felt the same way when I did my contest. That like everyone's story was great. I would have been cool losing to any of them. But like, but once I saw this, I was like, I need oh, it. I need it. I, need you guys. it. <laughs> I love uh, you all. But I, I feel like it. the knocking over of the trophy is the start of a rivalry. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, no way. No. Don't, Jeremy, don't plant that seed. The- That's so misogynistic. <laughs> I'm leaving. It, I'm tur- to turn it into oh my gosh. a thing with us. <laughs> don't ever do Fine. That. Oh my gosh, they're leaving. It's just me now, guys. Just me. <laughs> and that Sarah for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by twinmusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, MM Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.